I was just catching a, another episode since I had another hour there. What are you watching? Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah, the one on Amazon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we love yeah. that. Yeah, the wife and I just kind of started it not too long ago. Let me get uh, set up here, and uh, I'll be with you in just a sec. No worries. I'm already recording, so everyone's <laughs> going to hear All right. maybe part of this. Maybe. We'll see. All right. Just a second. Take your time. Blame Jerry, 
For those of you listening, this makes it into our show. I'm just cleaning up my room, or my office, which I haven't been in since last time we recorded. Uh-oh. What do I do? I don't know. Right. Just oh. waiting for him. Alright, yeah. I have not This is a secret to Blaine. I don't even know what game we played last month. I played a bunch of stuff. And kind of didn't play anything. <sighs> we have a lot to talk about here. Right? You there? I am here. Uh, I am clear. And I don't want any more bears. Can you hear me? I mean, I should probably get myself a little closer to my microphone. There we go. Anyway. Maybe, 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 maybe. Oh no, my mic just fell. That'd have been bad if we were really, really actually doing this. Well, we kind of are. Hopefully, everyone can hear me. Blaine, say something. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Just making sure my levels are doing what they're supposed to do. Oh man, this is super professional. Thank God we don't get paid to do this yet. Oh my god. While Blaine's messing around, I'm going to get my extra... What the hell? Oh, no. (sighs) This can't be good. Give me a minute. Sorry, I can't hear you, but... Let's see here. What am I going to pick? Um, I might do... I don't know what's going on. 
What am I going to play? James? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, what's up, buddy? James? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, give me a few minutes. I don't know what is going on with my recording setup, but I it's not recording, and it's turning on and immediately turning off. So just give me a sec, see if I can figure something out. No problem. I'm recording on my end, so we have that at least. <laughs> well, yeah, it might, it might end up being that, but uh, I was I just recorded a few days ago off this thing, so I don't know what's going on unless someone stepped on it or something. Uh may have broken it i don't know we'll see but uh, i can't seem to get it to do anything just give me a minute though i think a full investigation is warranted yeah maybe uh who knows my daughter breaks in my room a lot to play fall guys so okay. anyway uh just give me a sec mm -hmm. take your time or 10 yeah or 10 or whatever 10 seconds uh doesn't seem doable no, take your time. We're okay, man. We are okay. Just hearing your voice is enough. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah, I might have to... I don't know if it's a connection problem or what, but every time I power this thing up, it just dies within three seconds. So I might have to go for uh, some actual batteries and see if that does anything, because... Plugging it in isn't working. Well, you know, you spend several hundred dollars on something, you expect it to work. And that's your first mistake. Right? Starcraft, one word or two words. Wow. Yeah, even even batteries isn't working. Yes, it is one word. What the actual hell? I don't like this at all. Yeah, buddy, I... Oh, man. I don't know what's going on. You want to postpone, buddy? No, no, I'm just... I'm actually kind of pissed at the moment. <laughs> well, I don't want to do this if your mind's not in it. We can do it tomorrow or Saturday. I don't have tomorrow or Sunday. Saturday. Um, or next uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that, we're already so late. I And I don't know that I, you know, I wouldn't have a recorder then either, so... Yeah, well, we could just use mine or... Let's see, what else can we do? I have... That like thirty minute thing we talked about, I never sent it to you. When I caught you at work, and then you drove home from work. And sure, we have that. I'm trying to figure out why my. I can give you an extra life. <laughs> You've got one of those. I got an extra life. Uh, I actually haven't edited edited it yet, so I can have it edited by tomorrow, and uh, sent to you. Well, that'd be cool. Uh, I'd like that anyway, but yeah, I'm figure out why this is powering on and then just dying within three seconds. No matter what I do, it's starting to piss me off. Hmm. And it's the uh, the Zoom. I love the Zoom, by the way. I'm so glad yeah, I bought this. I love this thing, but yeah, it's not. 
it's not working. Uh, <laughs> don't know what the hell's going on. Starting to read. I'm sorry, man. No, it's fine. I just don't. Okay. Let's see. Okay, that's not working, obviously. Yeah, there it goes. Hello, no. What is going on? I can't. This is unreal.
I don't know what's going on. Can't tell. This is so stupid. Right, I guess I'll mess with that. Hello. Ao ao ao. Yes, well, sorry. I don't. I don't know what's going on. I uh, I I got it to stay on. Good. Which is good, but now it's like not picking up anything coming through it. It sounds mm. all staticky. I don't know what's going on with the damn thing. So it may just be that it all sound like crap on this recording, which, you know, that's fine. I guess you're recording and we'll just have to use your audio. You could do that, whatever you'd like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to Is It Worth It, the most thrilled podcast on uh, the planet. Uh, <laughs> Pretty professional. Uh, Pretty professional. Yeah. Well, we try to be. I mean, I spent a lot of money on this Zoom, and I guess it's broken now. I don't know what's going on with it. It literally just recorded like last within the last two days with Cujo, three days, something like that. Worked fine. Came in here today. It was working fine for the first three seconds I was on with you. I came through clear, and then it just died. And now nothing's working. So I don't. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, I thought it was like a phantom power issue with my condenser mic here or whatever, but that doesn't seem to be it. So I, I don't know. I'm going to mess with it later and hopefully get that under wraps. But, uh, you know, sorry, dear listeners. Uh, this is the audio quality you get this time, I guess. So you think what's in been Russia? going on, man? I'm thinking Russia. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, that trying to hack us. We do have, like, China listeners randomly, so. Hey, maybe it is China. Maybe it is. I Everything's know. going well on this end, man. You know, just I don't. I, I hate to say this every time we talk, but it's like just. I think it's just same you stuff. Know, COVID. It's just super busy. Just super. It's not really busy. I guess it's more just like so like out of the routine that maybe I just maybe this is the new routine. But yeah, I don't know. I I realized the other day though, um, randomly like I, this is like the least I think I have ever played video games. Like, since I started playing video games. Like, really? And fortunately, like, I actually see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because my, my boys are starting to get into them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I played Final Fantasy, you know, for the remake on my phone. Um, mm. Mainly because I could simul I, I couldn't figure out a way to put my DS version, like, on the TV. Or at least not, not, not a way that would make sense. Um, so I, but I was able to simulcast like my phone to my TV, like easily. So hmm. you know, we were playing a lot of Final Fantasy four, you know, through that manner. And, you know, David wants to do all the controlling. So that slows us down a little bit, but like, he's just getting into it. So I think this like, you know, low level gaming, I'm kind of, you know, I, I used to, you know, hour or so a day, a couple hours a day on average. So, you know, some days more, some days less, but yeah, I'm low now, but I, I feel like, oh, okay. You know, it's coming. starting to get somewhere it's with coming. it. coming. He's, he wants, he wants to play Sonic. He wants to play Sega, my Sega Genesis mini thing, you know, that I got. So it's coming, you know, we're probably still a year or two away from really gaining a lot of traction. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like I want because I want to get. There's so much. I have such a backlog. I want to get into it. You know, not just for the show, just for me and for uh, you know the fam and all that. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I had some low levels in my life. You know, like kind of late high school, early college, just you know due to funding. 
I didn't have a lot of funds to buy stuff, but now I got the money, just don't got the time. And I'm like, God damn it. That's always something, man. So, but I, yeah. I, I, Danielle read something that like she, that someone thinks that uh, my wife, Danielle, um, this gen, our generation, you know, will be like the first generation to like in retirement or an old folks home be like, playing be gaming. Yeah. Be gaming. And you know, yeah, that's, that's so cool. Cause it's not that far off of like books or movies. I mean, it's, it's the, no, it's really not. So, you know, I mean, maybe we won't be doing the first person stuff or maybe we not be playing it very well, but I could see myself like going back and playing all the final fantasies and just kind of slow pace. Like that'd be cool. Sure. That'd be fine. Yeah, apparently, like, Wii is real popular now in nursing homes and stuff. So, yeah, because it's, um, like, low-key, you know, exercise effectively. Like, you could play some Wii tennis or bowling or something, and at least you're swinging your arms and, you know, doing something. Yeah. So, that's cool, you know. And I, I, I definitely see being an old person and, and you know, being kind of like that. What, what was his name? Meredith. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was the penguin in Batman and uh, Rocky's trainer uh, in uh, uh, all the Rocky movies, the early ones. But uh, he was in a Twilight Zone episode where all he wanted to do was read books, uh-huh. and then there was a Holocaust, and he had time now. That's that's what I. I'm going to have to get to be able to play games. You know, it's going to have to get to a situation where, you know, I can be like, oh, there's time now. I can finally actually devote. though, so you can't play anything with your Oh, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the Twilight Zone, he broke his glasses, right? Right, right. So that was the whole Such bullshit. Because they didn't even, like, fully break. They just cracked, and, and it's like, you can still read through that, buddy. You'll be fine. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can just hold the book a little closer, you know. You, they make it out to such a tragedy, and it's like, nah, you, you're probably fine. But anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I've been, like, I, it's been a while, you know, since we've uh, recorded one of these. We were going to record uh, last month. It was supposed to be an X-Files game for the PS2, which uh, I had you buy. And I feel kind of bad about it. Cause looking I, at it right now. No, we're going to play it. We're going to play it. I just... You think uh, so? I, I don't know. I had a hard time getting into that one, but no. I I don't know if you even uh, popped it in, but... Uh, no. whew, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It gets good reviews, which is weird. Uh, I guess just like any obscure horror, you know, survival horror game from that era has its cult following, you know? Yeah. And then it, on top of it, it is X-Files and X-Files has a huge cult following, obviously. And for my money, the one on the original PlayStation is far superior. It's more of like a, uh, point and click, choose your own adventure type of thing, you know, but all full motion video and stuff. And, uh, unfortunately you can't play that on a PS2, PS3, it has to run on the original PS1, gotcha. which it's one of the very few games that's like that. Um, it'll run on a PS2, but all your cursor menu items and stuff are all blocked out. It's like a, a real funny uh, corner case situation with whatever programs they use just don't work on uh, more modern systems, which made me think my copy was broken for the longest time. But uh, finally, I found that on a forum um just happened across it and i was like holy shit let me try this on my old one and i dug that beast out of the closet and 
hooked it up and it worked fine on there. So hmm. that's cool. Uh, and I love that game. It's a little clunky now to like get into the interfaces and stuff it has and then load times and stuff like that. But uh, this, the second one is more, you know, Resident Evil clone, but um, much harder in a lot of ways, not nearly as good, you know, storyline wise and stuff. And I think I mentioned, you know, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson both, they kind of, uh, phoned it in like almost literally you know just real just all around just felt like it was a cash grab more than anything but it's got its followers i, I don't want to say it's like a bad bad game i put three four hours into it and you know, i didn't have like the worst time you know but it was just hard to keep going yeah. um but i did i don't know if you listened to the most recent episode of uh video games the movie I did. but i I, I talked a little bit about on there. I've been playing Days Gone mm-hmm. and uh, absolutely love that game. Um, it's one of six games, I think, now that I platinumed, and it was kind of accidental that I did so. It was just that I, wow. I kept playing, and it's a big one to platinum, but I just kept playing it and just kind of naturally got it because uh, the platinum on that isn't like overtly hard like some uh, titles where they make you like beat it on beast mode or whatever the fuck they call it and stuff you know Mm -hmm. this one you can just play through on any level as long as you get everything you know and you don't even have to do like literal everything like kill every horde in the game or whatever but it it it, it's trippy man james i I think you would love it it was a free psn game here a few months back or whatever and it plays a lot like the last of us okay but uh, but open world like um a witcher title or something where you can go to all these different bases and pursue the different storylines and stuff. And the story isn't like any great shakes. It's fine. It's good. It keeps you going, but it's not, you know, as good as the last of us or anything like that. But uh, what kept me going was just like the epic battles that you can get into in the game. Cause it's, it's basically a zombie game, but they call them uh, freakers, you know, but basically the same storyline, you know, you've got some kind of tragedy that occurred and almost everyone turned into effectively zombies except these are fast scary zombies and then they've got various other types like uh Hmm. zombies that are all roided out that are fucking huge and then the animals also get zombified so you can like run across a bear that's also a zombie and you know got a barbed wire fence all tangled around its neck and it's blood red eyes and stuff and wolves and all, all kinds of crap but uh you run across these things called hordes which the first like 30 hours you play the game are virtually impossible like you come across a horde and you just better get on your motorcycle and get the fuck out of there um but eventually you'll be able to take these things on and there'll be like 300 zombies all feeding at a gravesite or something and uh you've got to like plan your attacks out and the way you do things to be able to take them all out it can be a lot of fun taking on you know three four hundred zombies even if you're just like getting on your motorcycle and uh and having them chase you in mass and you're just like popping a few shots off. Cause the beauty of it is when you find a horde um, and you kill however many you've got a, like a bar across the top of the screen, it'll say that particular horde, it'll say like, you know, the crest butte horde and you can see that bar go down as you're killing the zombies of the horde and that never goes replenishes back up. So you can like take as many as you can out and then get away because you know if you go far enough away they'll lose interest and then come back and take a few more on and so so on and take them out that way if you have to so it it can be really fun and you know all kinds of different weapons that you can find and different things i do have a lot of problems with it too i think on the 
video games and movie I mentioned, you know, uh, the gas is just like totally crap to me. It's like just a tax that they put on where, you know, you've got a motorcycle, but you can only go so long, so far on the thing and you got to fill it up with gas and it just becomes this tax where everywhere you go, you're always either having to buy gas or go find it. And it's not like overly scarce. Like you could always find some relatively close, but it's just annoying. And, uh, also like a repair tax where your bike is constantly breaking down and stuff and you're constantly having to find scrap to repair it or bring it into like a shop at a camp or something. But other than that, man, I, I had a lot of fun. I probably spent 40, 50 hours on it. And I just kind of uh, fell into playing it. You know, it just, I think my daughter downloaded it from my list of available games um, because she likes zombies and then i was like what the hell what's this doing on here and i was just going to give it a try before i deleted it and i ended up you know platinuming the damn thing <laughs> so yeah so i had a lot of fun with that i've been playing a lot of final fantasy 4 as well obviously uh-huh. um as you sent me a copy of this new um you know remastered i guess you would say it's, it's basically a completely new game i mean it's it feels very familiar it's essentially the same game but all new graphics um they updated some systems added some things in which is pretty cool uh long time listeners will know that you and i have covered final fantasy 4 in the past but the last time we did so was the result of us um needing to get an episode out when we were like much more stringent about like we have to get it out by 15th you know these days we're a little more lax and we've been doing this so long. We're just like, whatever, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. For better um, or worse. Yeah. But I like, I think we get back into maybe not being so strict about it, but uh, we just need to get together more. Uh, as really uh, yeah. We, we really do. Yeah. Like, you know, we took nearly two months off, I think yeah. there, which is the, by far the longest we've taken off in what, five years of doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I have no intention of, stop podcasting even even if we stopped this particular show i'd I'd start something back up with you and all the other guys and stuff it's just you know it's a release for me so absolutely but uh but when we were so stringent about doing it back in the day uh we needed something out and we were both like well we've played final fantasy 4 so many times we can just do it without really having played it recently and we tried to do it from the top of our head and like i was going to it was bad yeah, and, and that was back in the day, too, when, like, we went step by step by step. We're like, oh, so you start out with Cecil, and you're in the Red Wings, and, <laughs> and things aren't yeah. going so great, you know, and all this stuff. And we just lost sight of, like, what what the game really meant, you know, yeah. um, which the game, in, in a nutshell, it's a great story. It's basically, uh, what is it, a hero's journey, right, is what they call that story, where yeah. it's kind of like star wars or um a journey west yeah you know it's like and i i hate i it's like cecil the main character like he he really his his development is so good and then it like once he becomes the paladin it's like they just disappears his his story's done he's gonna continue like the quest but like his development's over and it's like well gosh you know that all it takes you know you think i don't know I, I was noticing that a lot. A lot of the, the character development that like you remember about this game is like context clues, stuff that you filled in the blanks, you know, and stuff. Because this game isn't nearly as fleshed out as what we're used to these days, you know. Um, 
so a lot of that that you remember nostalgically is was you know was there but not nearly as fleshed out as what you had thought you know there's up to and including you know like all the like deaths and stuff if this had been my first time playing through like my first time playing through every time someone quote unquote died i was you know just beside myself and i'm sure you were too especially like pollen porum when they sacrificed themselves um turning themselves into stone to stop the walls it's like why they were so young you know and you're just freaking out and and of, of course you know spoilers abound sorry if you haven't played this what 30 year old game at this point uh, um yeah, do that first uh yeah and then then listen to this i guess or if you don't care continue listening but uh, the only actual character that die dies is tella the the old man that um I is trying to that. avenge his daughter anna and uh he he dies uh, casting meteor which back in the day it was medio and it took me far too long to figure out that it was meteor i was just always like even as a kid i rem- remember thinking those meteors that were falling down were like hunks of meat thought it was like casting some like m- yeah. meat rains from heaven spell which you know isn't unprecedented you know somewhere <laughs> in the bible it says you know it rains frogs and fish yeah. and whatever so that's because so they only happen. had five characters right five or six characters so they couldn't go i think it's just five i guess right they couldn't even have like curaga i don't even i'm not even sure if curaga existed in like the lore back then but uh, yeah so that I, I don't know yeah it was cure three, three yeah, yeah. But this game, I mean, this is like one of my favorite games. It, it, this is, oh yeah, this is top five, maybe top three. And you know, you, you talked about like story development and how, how I don't know, when I was a kid, maybe like just I was so young and just my imagination like took these characters like so much further. And totally. Maybe with my friends, we'd make up things and talk more about it. But you know, that was all just in our, and we, we were in the fantasy with them, and that's just made this game. And I don't know, it was always around summertime we'd play. I remember just like late summer, August, you know, we knew school was looming and days were starting to get just a hair shorter. I don't know, it'd be like pool. We'd go in the pool all day and then get out and then ah, this game would just come around every year, it seemed like, right then. So I'm like the nostalgia out here is just, I'm starting to feel like I should be playing Final Fantasy IV like right around now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. here we, here we are and i'm doing it and man and my kids are into it Oof, it's like all coming back. every bit of it yeah, yeah. i'm glad they didn't touch the music because that would have annoyed the hell out of me music's mm-hmm. perfect on this game uh, amongst my favorite octs of all time uh, just some of the most incredible sounds especially considering it was one of the earlier uh, super nintendo titles you know or super famicom titles and uh, they just nailed it you know everything uh, there's really not a bad song um and so as far as music goes uh, I'm, I'm glad they didn't touch that uh my one of the major qualms i have with uh this particular um version is uh is the graphics like i like I like sprite work. I felt they did a really good job, like trying to turn this into more of a 3d look, you know, mm-hmm. um, it felt a little like uh breath fire three where you have that kind of, I don't know, like at an angle or something. The, the only problem I had with that was in breath fire three, you can press the L and R buttons to kind of rotate the camera to see behind yeah. things. And in this it's fixed. 
and uh, I just felt like, why not just leave it as it was, you know? But they wanted to try something new, I guess, and, like, give it a facelift, which they did. Um, but I'm loath to say this looks better. I, I think it looks on par. Like, if you really want those 3D graphics, I guess this is the only way to go. Um, they did piss me off. Go oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll get, I got something to add, but go ahead. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, they did piss me off on some character models. Oh, okay, um, you're, you're, hitting, you're hitting what I'm going to say, probably. Go ahead. Well, they uh, they changed the uh, first, the one that pissed me off the most was Rosa. Um, yes. They kind of... <laughs> Way too sexualized. Her. Right, <laughs> right. They kind of turned looking, Rosa into a I can't hoe. even look at her. Like, I'm like, oh, God, like... Because in the first game, like, she's depicted as having these long, flowing robes, and, like, yeah. her, her character picture is, you know, this, like, beautiful, uh, like, demure-looking woman, and that's the character she portrays in her dialogue as well. You know, she's a white mage that's in love with Cecil, yeah. and in this, they've got her in, like, a something a stripper would wear, yeah. you know? Well, and, like the, there's a character in like every village which you like I don't know you pay to dance or something dance yeah, yeah. and like the first one like I'm, I was, I felt like I was like just dirty after watching it like what, what is happening what are they doing? yeah because in the early ones it would just be like a little sprite the, jumping little sprite jumping around and stuff and yeah and, you're like, and we giggle with that too we're like oh my god look <laughs> just you know here it's like there is no room for the imagination and it's they went too far. <laughs> A little, little too much, you know, and to a lesser extent, extent Rydia, but Rydia was kind of, you know, that that way in the first game too. She was more sexualized than Rosa was, certainly, but not not nearly to the extent no. that they pushed it here. But Rosa's a straight up just like looks like a gutter skank. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what the fuck, man? man? <laughs> she looks like she's gonna go pole dancing later that night. You know, she does have like some kind of shawl on over this. Barely. Outfit that she's wearing, but it's ridiculous. You know, it's yeah. not the white robes of a white mage, <laughs> which fine, whatever. It pissed me off, but I get it. You have to sexualize everything now for reasons, you know, Maybe. teenage boys, I guess. I guess. But then they uh, completely changed Yang to, um, went from being, a, you know, a black haired, more ethnic looking, you know, he's a karate fighter from Fabul. He looked as though in his original caricature, like he might be from the Orient or something. And this, they made him a blonde haired, blue eyed, like Swedish looking bastard. Uh -huh. He's got a big mustache that's, you know, big blonde mustache. And I'm going, what the hell happened? You know, he's still a karate fighter from Fabul, but now apparently Fabul is full of white people. <laughs> so that, you know, they, it's like they're trying to, um, uh, I don't know, what's the word for that? What, where they whiten up something, you know, yeah, it's too ethnic. Whitewash, thank you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, really, Yang was too ethnic for you guys? I mean... But but I digress. You know, other than that, I, I didn't have a problem with any of the characters for the most part. They all looked pretty good. I did have a problem with, like, they downgraded certain abilities. Uh, they did give some tremendous upgrades, too. So it's, like, kind of a trade-off. Like, uh, Cecil has still has Dark, yeah. which in the original version on the SNES, he did. Not he, did. Have. He, didn't, he just was fight and item. I think it's all he had. Yeah, basically. And then... He he was given dark in the uh, the PlayStation yeah. uh, remake, and then on the PSP and on the uh, original DS, um, he's got a new ability called dark, which at 
he sacrifices some of his own HP to do a AOE attack on all the enemies. And it's quite useful early in, in the game because all you have is him and Kane and they're basically both just like one-on-one fighters, you know, and they yeah. have this ability that can deal damage to everything. Really, really big boon. Well, they took that away and now dark, like he, he uses it and then uh, all his subsequent attacks during that battle will deal more damage but hurt him yeah. so it just yeah it's i i didn't like i didn't care for that i was like okay so that was a nerf um there were some other abilities that were improved i want to say uh yang got some stuff it, it's hard it's hard to like remember exactly which version gets what because one of the things they did in this version is they give you items where you can permanently give a character um the ability to equip a certain uh like uh, ability like you can give uh cecil counterattack or you auto potion or you know etc these are actual items you find in the game that are like one ofs which they added which is it's cool it gives another dynamic i guess and it gives you more flexibility on how you want to um make your characters which is neat and i understand like a lot of people like that but one of the reasons i always liked final fantasy 4 is that the characters were more or less set you know yeah. uh rose is a white mage you're not going to give her you know counter attack or whatever um because it wouldn't make sense in this version you can and that's kind of silly to me but now, i get if, it if you, you give know. it to someone and then they leave your party permanently do you get that item back or no, you just gave it to Edward, and Edward's now just. A, but you, I think this. I didn't get to the very end, but I. I yeah, this version you can play all the characters at the end yeah, except okay. for Tella. Okay, yeah. So that that it'll end up the same way. I've yeah, I've played, I've played this game before, just not with these graphics. Right. Guess, yeah. So I. Yeah, it's effectively the same. Like I said, they added a few little tweaks here and there, but yeah, you can uh, on the original version. At the end of the game, you're stuck with the team of Kane, Edge, Cecil, Rosa, Rydia. Yeah. Um, and that's the team you have uh, for all the last battle, for the battle on the moon. Um, which, you know, that's a fine team. Like, But I would definitely, I would kick Edge out of there. I'm not a, like, I love Edge as a character. Like, he deals pretty good damage, but he's also made of fucking paper. Um, and like nin- Ninja Blitz is not a good ability. No, it's cool, but it's nothing you I actually loved him use. As a kid, but as an adult, yeah, I'm like this guy is. A I mean, yes. Sneak is a good ability. I mean, if you're wanting to steal stuff, that's cool. Oh. Um, which in the original version you could just make infinite mana. I used to go to uh, the under under the ground in the dwarves area with Edge. There is a some kind of adamant toys or something where you could steal a silver shield or something from, and it had almost a hundred percent success rate, and the thing was worth like five grand or something. So you could just get in a battle with a single adamant toys, and every time you would steal, it would steal one. It was like it had infinite of that shield, you know, because uh, you, you could steal <laughs> infinite items. In subsequent games, they uh, they made it to where you could only steal one item from an, any given guy. Yeah. Which kind of sucked, but um, but yeah, I I would go with like Yang is probably my favorite damage dealer in the game. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I like Kane, but mm, he he's kind of boring, and like jump is not an ability. 
that I like outside of like where you have to use it to get by puzzle bosses that you know you you have to use jump Let's to break whatever. Spin cane jump. Yeah, exactly. Or what in there the water guy too? I think oh, yeah. I, I can't remember. There's, I think there's two but, or three where you have to jump to yeah and you know so i at the end of my ending party i think is cecil rydia rosa probably still in there um yang and then fusoya fusoya no he's not a playable character he's not, he's not what, think so. at the very end he's Maybe not one of the is. ones that you can pick yeah. um yeah, I don't know. It would be another damage dealer. I'm kind of loath to say Kane to, or Edge because I don't love either one of those. Sid. I almost want to say Sid. Sid. Yeah, I, I just like Sid a lot. I think his character. <laughs> yeah, he's. I don't know. Like that's not an ability that you really use, but uh, he he can deal some pretty heavy damage. And uh, if you go in that last dungeon in the game, he ends up with a. Um, a water mallet that can cast tsunami oh. so he he can have a uh, aoe attack as well which is pretty good um so he becomes pretty powerful in the end if you work on him like any of the characters in this version and most of the later versions at the end of the game they they are given uh, additional items through that like uh that dungeon that's optional i don't know what else to call it um mm-hmm. it's like a multi-floor dungeon that you can go through multiple times there's an invisible brontosaurus at the end where you can get like a really great helmet off of and that's the brontosaurus is actually stronger than zoramis mm. the last boss um but if you beat him you get this crazy helmet that um makes you nigh invincible and everyone can equip it mm. um but yeah, there's other items in that uh, dungeon as well for each character. Because if they just, you know, the original game it wasn't intended for you to have uh, yeah. all the characters at the end. And if you, if they had just put them at the end, they would still have all their early level equipment. And as such, they would suck balls. Yeah. So they um, they added in some extra stuff for those guys, especially like Edward and Sid, who have unique um items that they equip you know item types in the mallets and the uh harps if, if like edward was still rocking whatever the twin harp or whatever at the end of the game he would be you know much worse than he already is yeah. which is fucking garbage. terrible garbage <laughs> which they tried to update the guy in this version more so than any other version i've ever seen yeah. like he gets Songs. more ability yeah um, and he, I mean, he had songs before, but these songs are actually a little bit better. He's got mm-hmm. like a healing song and and such. And I think they even took away his ability to hide, or maybe I'm remembering that wrong. No, it's but... still there. It's still there. <laughs> hey, let me ask you on on your um, version. You know, when I was I'm playing on my phone, and I think in the interest of them just like trying to save space, um, whenever uh, a it would be a character's turn, like it would only show like two or three of their abilities and I'd have to like scroll real quick to like get to white magic or to get to anything. Did, is what the same thing on the DS or did you see? No, uh, no, no, no. It, it's a uh, pretty much the same way. It's always been on the DS. Okay. You have like five slots or whatever. I and mean, you, you still have to press like left or right to do, what is it? Uh, defend and row, uh-huh. you know? Okay. So it was just an iOS thing. Maybe if I put it on my iPad. The cool thing now about... I don't know if it's now. It's probably been around for a long time. But I can, like, 
play it on my phone, then like send it to the cloud and then like get my iPad out and like bring it down from the cloud so I can, that's probably been around forever. I just figured that out for this game. So haven't done it yet, but I didn't stay. Yeah, I don't, I don't mess with too many iOS games outside of magic and like earlier on summoners award stuff, you know? Uh Um, but so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I really did. I, I like this version for the most part. I, I still think the best version is probably the uh, GBA version. I just, that's okay. like the standard, like Sprite version that's got all this stuff. Like, I guess the PSP is the same version as well. And you get the After Years. Um, but I'm kind of loath to recommend the After Years. Um, it's I've fine. I've tried it. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It's fine. They reuse a lot of assets, so you see a lot of the same dungeons and stuff, all yeah. the same music. The storyline is, you know, no great shakes. Not that Final Fantasy IV is amazing, but it's pretty good. Um, in this one, it's just more of the same, just like yeah. reheating, you know, like dinner from two weeks ago kind of thing. It's just like t- trying to tap into that nostalgic feeling you have for mm-hmm. Final Fantasy IV, which, it, you know, it does a well enough job, but uh, graphically, it wasn't too great because initially it was like an iOS game that they eventually just decided to port to uh, the PSP as well. And you know, it's it's fine. Like if you're a huge fan of uh, FF4, then yeah, check it out. But like if you're just looking for the best version, I would still go with the GBA. I remember um, I was downloading it for the Wii. Like it, they were releasing it like one chapter. Every oh yeah, that's so right. Often, and I was yeah, yeah. I played the first. I don't know how many they were and ended up with, but I did the first two or three, and I was really into it. Then, and then like I don't know, I just kind of there wasn't enough like new stuff. I think like yeah. doing this like is fine if I'm revisiting everywhere, but eventually. Let's discover like a new part of the planet, or let's can reconfigure. Or a new moon shows up, or give me something new, and, and something. Give, me, give me something where I have a little control. Because it's like I want to choose what like four or five guys I bring with me, and like or, you know, give me a. But that yeah, I don't know. I, I, I never the, finished it, so maybe I shouldn't. Me either. Too much, so well, you know, it was like each chapter you are set with whatever you're set with, like. Mm-hmm. In the monk chapter, you play as like Yang's daughter, and you bring along like your team as a bunch of monks yeah, that he sends with you, and and so on and so forth. You know, like you play as Cecil's son at one point, and like there's this mysterious guy that helps in various times, who is obviously Golbez, and oh. of course it's Golbez, and yeah, it's just I think it's the very PSP predictable. version, like if you did some stuff in the regular game it like actually appeared in the after years or some levels carried over there was some i think there was something maybe that maybe i'm making that up but i thought there was a yeah i don't remember now something i noticed about this version that i never noticed about any others that maybe was there and i just didn't notice until now was with uh tella in particular it was a really cool thing where when he would level up his intellect would go up, but oftentimes his strength uh, would go down. Would go down. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that happened in the original game. They, I, I don't know. The only reason I noticed it in this version was because when something goes down, it appears in red. Yeah. And, uh, his was the only to ever do so. <laughs> That's um, funny. When things go up, they're in green. And if they stay the same, it's just that whatever blue-white color that yeah. they use. 
but yeah, I started noticing like, man, his strength is going down. This is friggin' crazy. And uh, of course, his MP never goes up. It stays at that 90. right at 90, yeah. which is exactly the amount to cast Meteor, which apparently kills his ass. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, especially Did you play after it on you... uh, normal or hard mode. I couldn't tell you. I assume normal. Uh, I, I I did a, I started hard mode, so I grinded for a while and then uh, everything just feels easy now, but maybe there is more to it. Uh, it. It is one of those games where you can just like grind past any actual difficulty, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's a common complaint about RPGs. You know, you're not a real gamer because you only play RPGs and to beat that, all you have to do is walk around in a circle for a few hours. And, mm-hmm. You know, whereas that is true to a point, yeah. um, you know, uh, we're not playing it because of the extreme difficulty. We're playing it because of the story and, and we enjoy watching numbers tick up and learning new abilities and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, which, you know, a lot of people that aren't RPG gamers don't get that, I guess, but fucking everything's an RPG now. Like you don't think it is, but it is even like this day's gone that I just got through playing. It's effectively an RPG. I'm leveling up, you know, yeah. getting stronger. My health bar is going up. My focus is going up. I'm getting new weapons, etc. you know, unlocking new areas. So, I mean, everything's an RPG these days. People, people just don't realize it. Or some people do, but you know the masses. Even like your average shooter is has RPG elements to it. So, but yeah, really great game. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Like it's trending upward. I'm glad uh, you picked me up a copy when you did because I, I feel like two three years from now this will probably be a hundred dollar version, which is crazy. Yeah, even that. Like when you first asked me if I had it, and I wasn't sure. I was like, I might have that version because I had a Final Fantasy four Heroes of Light. Um, <laughs> when I look at it on the shelf, I'm like, oh, yeah, Final Fantasy four, you know, and I don't think about it, um, which is a terrible game. And I couldn't believe it. That thing is worth like 100 bucks now. Jesus. So, yeah, it's not not a good game. You know, fight <laughs> me on that, dear listener. I'm sure someone out there is going to write in and be like, oh, no, it's a great game or whatever. But uh, it's not. I tried to play that for a few hours and was like, what is this? This is just not for me. But, uh, yeah, uh, great game. I'm glad uh, I got a chance to play it. I'm glad I now own it. Um Thanks, James, for that. So that makes like what five, six versions of this fucking game I've got. There you go. <laughs> hey, thank you for the games you sent me. Uh, no Alan problem, man. Lake and Wild Arms Four and Grandia Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I wanted to send uh, I wanted to send more. I was going to send you Wild Arms Three as well, even though that is a terrible game. Wild Arms Four is not bad, but Three is real bad. Um, I was going to just send it to you too, but uh, it wouldn't all fit in that box. Yeah, I could only fit three right. titles. Uh, I'll send some more later. Plenty, uh, plenty going. More later. I, I bought a bunch um, of games from Saiten, you know, Travis on the Discord, and he gave me a good deal on them, and I've just been giving a lot of that stuff away. You know, the, the, the dupes and stuff that I didn't need. So, so you know, and uh, I, I even have a case for Wild Arms 2, but I don't have another disc for it. So yeah. if you needed the case, I could send that off your way, too. Um, oh, yeah, you can find a, a copy of just the discs for, you know, less than 20 bucks. I want to say. So, 
I've put together a lot of those things um, over the last year or two by having like I got I think I may have mentioned it on the last podcast I don't remember it's been so long ago but I got a elemental gear bolt finally because I found a copy of the disc for under 70 I think I got it for like 65 and I had the uh, from a rental store I bought a bunch of cases years ago and I had the case and manual that were just pristine and so I finally completed that and that was really cool and uh, I've been doing that a lot and I, I think I was talking to Cujo about I I pick random games sometimes from my shelf just to like um, test out like hey I hadn't played you know this system in a while and I just like literally random pull stuff down without looking and play it for at least 10 minutes and I one of the games I pulled down doing that was Shadow Madness hmm. which is a old Crave RPG that isn't bad you know it's it's just a product of its time and I noticed it said three discs on the case, but I only had uh, two discs to it. So oh. I was like, uh-oh, I'm missing this. Turns out I wasn't. I was missing the demo disc, oh. which is still annoying. So I had to look up the demo disc. I, I managed to find a copy of that. and hey. Yeah, I'm, I've been putting together these things slowly. I'm st- I've got a list now on top of like lists of games that I'm looking for. I've got a list of games that I'm missing manuals for, which is really annoying. Mm-hmm. I hate missing manuals to games. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, not as bad on the PS2 as it is on the PS1 for whatever reason. <laughs> and these days, hell, things don't even come with manuals. It's nope. unreal to me. You know, oh, I get it. It is. And certain games still do. Like Cyberpunk did. I, I picked up uh, Life is Strange 2. It had a manual with it, which is nice. Um, but but most of them do not, which is annoying because when you go to buy these things used, you, you bring it home, and if it doesn't have a manual, you just kind of assume it doesn't have a manual, even though some of them still do, or, or at least they'll have like a card or something with it. and. You know, if it's not there, then your copy is technically incomplete, and it drives me fucking nuts, mm-hmm. but it is what it is, man. <laughs> it's not driving me as nuts as the Zoom not working. I'm going to have to get hey, that have you uh, picked up Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil 8 yet? I have not, Village. no, no. Village, oh. I keep, it's one of those, like, that's on my list. I really want to do uh, Disco Elysium, which is, like, one of the... Uh, highest rated you know just video games i guess it's like an rpg slash point click adventure um that that have come out in forever like everyone just keeps telling me you gotta play disco elysium it's insane so like i've never had the hype on a game that high so i'm really wanting to play that um still hadn't picked it up though uh, but that's one that we can either do for this show or i think kujo's want to do that for the rpg show so Maybe I could jump in there with him, or you could. There's so many games I want to play, James. I want to play that Alan Wake. That's uh, When I saw that copy at the game store, I was like, holy shit, they still got this priced at the old price. It was like under $10. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick that up for James so that he doesn't... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's no problem. And I didn't realize you didn't have a 360. But, uh, I'll get one. I'll get one. Lucky for you, those things are super cheap. Yeah. Um, that's one of the last generations too, where you still had exclusives mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the 360 has several um, and it's backwards compatible with the Xbox for the most part. So, oh, hey, that's good. 
so a lot of the um, exclusives for Xbox you can pick up too, you know, like your Jade Empire and your, I don't know, uh, Panzer Dragoon, Orta, or whatever it's called. So yeah, all the Fables for sure. Uh, oh, Call of Cthulhu, that's a big one. So And then like a lot of games too are on both these systems, but for whatever reason, they're worth infinitely less on the uh, xbox than they are on the playstation because playstation is more desirable Mm -hmm. so you can pick up games like cold fear or silent hill 2 for uh prices that won't break the bank you know and then you know it's got some really cool like uh shooters like death smiles and stuff that are exclusive to it so yeah there's some cool stuff on there for sure and uh yeah I, I do love the system not as much as i like playstation but definitely worth having and uh, alan wake is like uh it gets a lot of good reviews um some bad as well but a lot of good ones and it's a survival horror game that uh, i've just been wanting to play forever but haven't pulled the trigger on and i'd like to eventually do a show over it but uh I don't know. What do you want to do for the next show, James? Not Alan Wake, because that would require you to have a 360, and I don't want you to have to rush out and get one. Um, We'll find you a deal. Either you can find one at a pawn shop or something, or I will and send it to you. Because I see these things for sometimes as low as 40 bucks. Um, Let me take a look. I have some friends that have some like old ones, or they've moved on to the next Xbox, and they're they're, they're the type of people who, you know, they'll get rid of it, because it's like they're done with it. So let me... Let me ask around, and then I'll let you know. But yeah, Alan Wake looks cool. This Call of Cthulhu, I was just looking at that while you were talking about it. Yeah. I, I love anything having to do with Lovecraft. Like, I, yeah. I just love his whole mythos and stuff, that type of horror where it's like, uh, it's not just like a, the big bad or like, you know, whatever. It's It's the scary part of most of his stories is the fact that, like, we are so insignificant, and there are these, like, ancient gods and stuff like like cthulhu that are just they're not just scary because they're you know big huge powerful crazy looking creatures they just we're beneath their um notice you know because we as humans are so insignificant just that uh that thought is more scary to me than the monster itself you know Mm -hmm. so but yeah just just great stuff you know of course he was a terrible racist but uh, mm-hmm. outside of that, you know, from the times, I guess, being in the 20s and stuff, and towards the latter end of his life, he was uh, getting better at that, but he only lived to be like 44 or something. So ne- never was famous uh, while he was alive. Uh, it was all post-mortem. So okay, sure. one of those type of deals where he wrote for science magazines and had a couple of publications and stuff, but died poor and, Mm-hmm. <laughs> relatively unknown he, he had a few uh people that were really into him but not you know not anything of note you know he he certainly didn't think of himself as being famous during his lifetime so kind of sad but you know that's you want to try happened. this call of cthulhu for ps4 oh we can yeah i've got a copy of that so yeah we can certainly do that that's, <clears throat> that's a Okay, that's a completely different game than the one for the Xbox, but we can do it. I think it's relatively short, too. I want to say that it's like a 20-hour game. 20 hours? Jesus. I I think so. I think I looked up how long to beat, and it was only like 20-something hours. So we can try that. 
um yeah yeah i've got a copy i i, I think my copy is still sealed actually <laughs> i don't even think i opened it yet so yeah that, that's uh next game then call it cthulhu uh pick it up at your local walmart <laughs> pick it yeah i'm gonna just look around for it right now i have it at gamestop for ten dollars yeah it's super cheap it's one of those that like i actually ordered it when it came out it was a budget title for like 30 bucks and I was like really excited so to get it, and I got it, and then like never played it. And I actually read some reviews where it was like middling reviews on most people, except for like the diehards, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I'll certainly play play through or play enough to do a podcast on it. So yeah, Call of Cthulhu coming up next, and uh, anything else we want to say, do plug? I don't know. Uh, no, I think we we got. Mo- I'll send you over that little conversation we had. Um, whatever. And this, and so I think that we're we're just un, we're under an hour, so we got to do a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, uh, that or fill it in, and then my extra life. I don't know if it'll be done by tomorrow, but I'll get it going. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm gonna try and work on this stupid Zoom tonight and see what I can get going on it because this is ridiculous. Uh, you know, I paid like three fifty for this damn thing not a year ago, so. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, listen to our friends over at uh, the RPG show. Uh, Mike is still doing um, uh, the Graveyard Shift, and uh, yeah, uh, I think that's all my plugs I want to do right now. Um, I've been listening a lot to a show, and they don't know me from Adam, but there's this show called Plotty Time, um, P-L-O-T-T-Y, Time. And it's a video game show where these three guys uh, rate video games only based off the plot of the game. Hmm. Um, nothing else, like no graphics, like just based on the plot, they rate it and then they decide whether or not the plot makes them want to play the game and so on and so forth. And uh, I've been listening a lot to those guys. It's a really good podcast. I, I don't think they have a listenership of more than you know 50 or something like that but uh they seem pretty cool man so anyone listening that's looking for something new uh they're pretty regular they put out something every week seems like so Mm. check them out but yeah that's that's about it man i don't know until then what can they do keep it retro and we'll see you next time kind of said that like scooby-doo retro 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 keep it retro Insert Casey Kasem cussing out, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not a robber, but did you ever hear that um, that rant that he did? Why does it sound you familiar? Know, K- you know who Casey Kasem was? He was the voice of uh, Shaggy and numerous other yeah, characters. Yeah, but he yeah, also yeah. did. He also did the top forty for like fifty years. And there's this one time. There's this song called Shannon. Um, by god i can't remember the guy's name he was basically a one-hit wonder he's still around good guy great musician but the song shannon is about his dog shannon that died <laughs> and casey Kasem was got a dedication um for a dead dog and i guess it just hit him the wrong way and they wanted to hear shannon he was like what the fuck is this bullshit and like went off on air and wow. it became like a famous, you know, you can find it on YouTube oh, or whatever. Just Casey Kasem going all kinds of crazy because of this song, Shannon. <clears throat> yeah, good time. Jesus. Yeah. Fun guy. Oh, he, he was a swell dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Te- terrible radio host, uh, great voice talent. Like, er, he only early on got on the radio because his dad owned the radio station. Ah. Um, 
yeah, you know, it's one of those type of deals. But anyway, uh, always great talking to you, James. We we need to do this more yeah. often. <laughs> I'll call you randomly again, and we'll just do a little powwow. Yeah, for sure. Like something. I like those yeah. sometimes. Yeah, if I'm wearing the right set of headphones, I've got a set that has a mic on it. Okay. If I'm wearing those, I can literally work and talk at the same time, and it's oh, not a big okay. deal. So yeah. that's what I did this last time. I think uh, when you called me, I was unloading the truck, and I just talked to you that way. Yeah, so. that worked out. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Well, a little bit. i got to try and figure out this Zoom, so that's going to be my job for the next uh, okay. however long. And, uh, yeah, just send me your audio here, and, you know, it won't be the greatest, but it'll be what it is. Yeah, I'll get it to you by tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, bud. All right, see you later. Later on, dude. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Extra Life Podcast. I really need to get an intro to play right after that. Uh, Maybe one day I'll figure that out. Well, hey, it has been a very long time, I know. Things have just been kind of crazy, raising the two little ones and trying to work and everyone staying at home, but uh, hopefully now we can get back to some sort of regularity with producing these podcasts. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about Streets of Rage 2, one of my all-time favorite games, one of my all-time, all-time, all-time favorite beat-em-ups. I can't imagine having a converse, people having a conversation about like the top 10 beat-em-ups without this game being in the conversation. Maybe not top five, but I would su- suspect we're talking top 10 at least here. Released for the Genesis North America, December 92, Japan and Europe in 93, published by Sega, it is the second installment in the Streets of Rage franchise, which we have just clocked four games in this series. This game is quite a bit better than the first one. The first one, you got your three characters, you don't have any special moves. And, you know, it's a beat-em-up, and it's fantastic. This game, however, adds a whole new element of the special moves. Certain button combinations will... Each character has their own unique set of special moves. There are four characters. You have, like, your speedster skate. You have kind of your average fast character blaze. You have your average stronger character Axel. Then you have your big brute uh, Max the Wrestler. This game, you know, I believe all, uh, you know, for sure, all four games are in the same world, same characters. They are like legit sequels to one another. The story progresses through all four. This one takes place a year after the first one. You know, all three characters from the original, uh, the one we're missing here is Adam Hunter. He's a police officer. They're hanging out, talking, well, and then they all decide to part ways, and they all go off. And then Adam Hunter, the police officer, is kidnapped by Mr. X. And his younger brother, Skate, you know, informs Blaze. Blaze informs Axel. And they all come back to fight in the streets again. Axel also gets his buddy Max to come with him. So it's the four characters fighting their way through the streets, uh, trying to get to Mr. X so they can save Adam Hunter. And that's it. And you know what? That's it's a that's all you need for a beat 'em up, you know. Give me a little story here and let's start going. And it is a a fantastic game. There are 8 levels. Um 
It is two-player co-op, which is great. You can have many enemies on the screen, you know, like Nintendo at this time, and even somewhat Super Nintendo. You were kind of limited to the action going on in the screen due to the slowdown. Genesis, you didn't have that problem as much, so you could have a lot more going on and keep, you know, a steady pace. This game, uh, I was just looking at all the other games I've done. This is, the, I believe, actually the 10th podcast. Ninth game I reviewed, but 10th overall uh, podcast. Probably the best soundtrack out of all of them. Probably the best. I, I would definitely, I'm going to say, the, the best soundtrack. And I'll be playing music uh, in and out throughout this uh, podcast so you can hear different little bits of it. This game... I never owned. I actually just purchased it recently for my 3DS. It was a game that my cousin owned. And my cousin lived about an hour from me. He was uh, two, three years younger than I was. Uh, We both had Sega Genesis, but our game collection could not have been more different. You know, I was more geared toward RPGs, kind of fantasy-style stuff. He had... Uh, you know, racing games, and he had beat-em-ups, and he had some platformers. And this was a game that whenever we went to visit him, we always played. We played part one a little bit, uh, but we'd always stop and just spend hours playing part two, start to finish, completing it. Just incredible time, incredible memories. We did, he did have part three also, and we dabbled in part three a bit, uh, when part when he got part three, next gen consoles were starting to come out, so we kind of transitioned from uh, instead of playing part three, we were starting to play Twisted Metal a lot and Twisted Metal two. So unfortunately, part three didn't get get a grasp our attention the way part two did. And now I have part, I bought part four recently, so I can officially say that I've played part three the least out of all four of them because I've been playing a lot of part four uh, lately. These games, I will say, like yeah, they're fun to play alone, but playing with people that is what beat 'em ups are designed for. I've have I've yet to play part four with anyone. I've like. I bought extra controllers during this COVID thing. Kind of a sad thing, really, I'm thinking about it, buying extra controllers to play with nobody. But I just chomping at the bit to invite some friends over, get some pizza, beer, and just play uh, Streets of Rage 4 with some of my buddies. Just an incredible game. Um, Well, part four and part two. Back to part two, though. I did, upon replaying this game uh, for the 3DS, I kind of discovered a little bit of a cheat that uh, I wish I would have known back in the day because it would have actually maybe uh, helped us out a little bit. When I'm playing as Axel, basically when you throw the punch button, you know, you throw a combo. You do a left jab, a right jab, and then a little uppercut, and then the enemy flies back, lands on his butt, gets back up, and then re-engages you. What I've learned is if you don't let yourself get into that combo, meaning you just, like, punch wait half a second, then punch, wait half a second, punch, and just continue throwing jabs, you'll never enter the combo, and you'll always keep, you know, the bad guy in front of you, so you can just defeat the bad guy, the, you know, whatever, the enemy, by just throwing punches at him, and, you know, it is, it is kind of cheating, and, you know, I, I do use it a little bit here and there, quite a bit actually here and there to be honest. I will say it does not work on end bosses, which is good because you don't want it. That would just break the entire game. 
And also, as you progress into the game, more and more enemies and more and more complex enemies come onto the screen. And you know, if you if two enemies engage you from t uh, two different two different sides, you know, front and back, that method doesn't work, obviously. So you have to alter your um, strategy. So it, it does get you through early game, and or if there's just one character on screen, one bad guy on screen, but uh, it doesn't last. The cheat doesn't last long. It doesn't break the game for very long. This game introduced, uh, like I said, the special moves. You know, if you press forward, forward, and punch, and you do, you know, so every character has different ones. That's another good part about this. Each character, um, different attributes, and each character has different moves, which are, you know, different enough, so, you know, each of their play styles is, you know, is different. I think I said the word different there like nine times. Uh, they also each have a special move that, uh, they have two. One that clears, like if you're getting surrounded, it'll clear the area around you. And the other one, if you're engaged with the en an enemy, you will do massive amounts of damage to the enemy if you land the hit. The problem with those two is they take life from you which I think is just one of the cardinal sins of video games. Why would you give players an option that takes your life? You know, I know why. It's because, you know, when these games are in the arcade, you want kids pumping in quarters. So if they keep using that special move, they have to keep coughing up quarters to keep playing. The X-Men arcade game, as much as I love that game, it is like the king of getting kids to cough up quarters. Because here you are with all these amazing mutants, but in order for them to use their awesome mutant ability, you know, you lose two or three health each time. And I think you can use your special, I don't know, three, maybe four times before you're down to just one health and you can't use it anymore. Shameful. And this game does that. You know, you don't lose that much health. And there's a lot of health pickup, so you can replenish your health uh, rather easily. But it was, you know, back then, we didn't know any better. We didn't know. We didn't know. Uh, nowadays, you know, games have power meters. I think even the third one has an actual power meter. I gotta double check that. Like I said, that's the one I've now played the least. But where you have like a meter that like it'll charge and once it's fully charged you can use your special and when you use your special you know, it goes down and you have to wait a little while i like that method part four uh kind of found a good medium between those where if you use one of those specials special moves you'll lose health but if you land a few punches against enemies right afterwards that health will be replenished i like that a lot although i swear to gosh whenever i like play the game and I use a special, some character will do some flying kick and kick me from behind and I'll lose my health anyways, but um, it doesn't happen that often. It feels like it happens all the time, but I'm sure that only happens, you know, once in a while, but I think that's a great medium and it's also good because like the different levels of difficulty will take more and more health away from you. So like you want to use that special, that's fine, but you're going to, you're going to lose like a quarter of your health. If you're playing in, you know, the harder levels or you're playing in the easy levels, ah, you'll just lose like a, you know, a tiny little bit of health and you can get it back real quick. And not to mention there are health pickups all over the place in part four, especially in the, in the easier, uh, difficulties which i've played you know the easy one through i played the normal one through i've played the hard one through the extremely hard one i i need someone else to play with me i i can i can kind of muster through it but it's too stressful i'd rather have someone there helping me out watching my back really while i'm playing it anyways back to part two 
Uh, an incredible game. This is the, oh, I just read this. This is the only one of the, uh, I don't know if it's the three or the four games now. I'm not sure when this was updated. That only has one ending. You know, you, you save Adam Smith from Mr. X and then you move on. So, uh, it's just an incredible game. If you haven't played it, uh, you gotta play it. If this game's not on your top 10 beat-em-ups, it needs to be. You know, it is just, I was looking at some of the reviews and all the reviews from different magazines across different eras and for different systems. I mean, it's ranked right there in like the low 90s, high 80 percents and, you know, uh, whatever that trans translates to, 8 out of 10s, you know, 8.5 out of 10s, 9 out of 10s. Some give it percentage points, some give it a ranking, so... Just a fantastic game. It exists now. Xbox 360, the Wii, Sega Genesis. Uh, it's on the DS, I know for sure. It's not on iOS, it looks like, um, as far as I can tell. It is on Game Gear, I guess. I haven't played it on uh, the Game Gear. And I'm guessing since Part 4 is on PS4, there must be a PS version of this game. Although it's not mentioned here in the reviews. But, yeah. This game must play for anybody. And that's it. Hey, that is uh, Streets of Rage 2. Uh, if you want to reach me, J uh, goodbuddyjames at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter, jmilholland. I think I'm on Facebook somewhere. I'm on Instagram. Although I don't use Facebook as much anymore. Instagram, I'm there somewhere. Um, but yeah, hey. Uh, other than that, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And you guys have a great one. Keep it retro.